61, Surah Al-Baqarah, the context of which the Siyaq and Sibaq is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala debating, mentioning Al-Qur'an al-Kareem, Alif Lameen, Thalik al-Kitab, mentioning Al-Qur'an al-Kareem as the book La Rayba Fi. After which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the asnaf and nas, the types of people. The first category of people were the believers. The second category of people were the disbelievers or the unbelievers. The third category of people, al-munafiqin. That portion of Surah Al-Baqarah is more comprehensive with regard to the third category of people who are al-munafiqin extensively going into detail with regard to them after which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses humanity ya nas. then the origin of Sayyiduna Adam salam is mentioned because of the origin of humanity in that context Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the multiple phases of humanity but also the story of Sayyiduna Adam salam and then the Bani Israel a specific group of unbelievers. The reason he sallallahu alayhi wasallam was hopeful that the Ahlul Kitab will adopt Al Islam first because they had previous revelations. When they refused to adopt Al Islam or accept the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentioned examples of Bani Israel, and remember this was a specific racial group that existed in Al-Madinatul Munawrah at the time, certain which heard of their forefathers, and the disobedience of their forefathers. And the reason for mentioning the disobedience is that the disobedience in the time of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was nothing new to this group. But at the same time, they did not acknowledge the multiple favors of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So the favors that were given to Bani Israel are mentioned at that point. But also, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentions the disobedience and disregard that Bani Israel displayed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us with regard to when they had the period which was known as Tay, which was said what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ And when you said, meaning your forefathers, they had said this, Ya Musa, O Musa, we will not have patience upon one type of food because they were given al-man wa salwa and additional to al-man wa salwa they were given water, fresh drinking water from the rocks. But they were ungrateful for this favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They said, فَدْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ this is from da'a yad'u to call and supplicate. Fad'u lana. Remember the ummah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa That if my servants 
ask regarding me. إِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ I am close. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ I answer أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ The caller when he calls upon me. In that verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the rasm al-Qur'an, the orthography of the Qur'an, is how the Qur'an is written. Da'ani, when he calls upon me, da'ani. But the ya is dropped. The written copy of the Qur'an and how it's recited is da'an. Why to say that I am so close to you? Da'an, that you do not even need to recite as da'ani. He calls upon me. Ujibu da'wat al-da'i ida da'an and al-da'i the ya is dropped to say that I am close, closer to you than your jugular vein. But the previous nations they would call upon the Anbiya to supplicate to Allah. But this nation was given the favor that we directly supplicate to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And last week in the previous dars I covered. And when Musa sought the rain prayer and the tawassul, the intercession through the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى لَنْ نَصْبِرَ عَلَىٰ طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ And when you said, O Musa, we shall not have patience upon one food. فَادْعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ Supplicate. فَادْعُوا لَنَا For us, رَبَّكَ يُخْرِجْ لَنَا مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ that he bring out mimma from that mimma tumbitu al-ardu. Tumbitu from ambata yumbitu to whatever grows from the earth. Nabat is the vegetation that grows on the earth. Tumbitu al-ardu. Why did they want that? Because they were habitual in Egypt as slaves that they would farm and they would whatever cultivation they would get from the earth, whatever veg vegetables would grow from the earth, they would consume those vegetables. So they were not appreciating the food that they were getting, which was al-mannu wa salwa. Yukhriju lana, that he bring out for us, mimma, from that, this was min and then ma, mimma So we covered this last week, from the herbs of the earth, وَقِثَّائِهَا which is the cucumbers of the earth وَفُومِهَا which is the garlic which uh, grows from the earth وَعَدَسِهَا the lentils and some commentators they said فُوم is in reference to the wheat but the correct statement would be that فُوم is in reference to garlic because the lentils are cooked with what? garlic and basal which is onion وَبَصَلِهَا and it's onion so in response to this, Sayyidina Musa salam said, Adna? Do you exchange that? So here, Do you exchange? That means do you take that which is less? And we covered the meaning of this also which adna is from dana yadnu to be less. This is where the word dunya is from, because the dunya is less. Some say the word dunya is from dani. Dani is something to be repugnant, something which is of less value. So adna here is that 
which is of less value? Do you take that which is of, or exchange for that which is of less value? Billadi huwa khair. And give in exchange, the ba'intas and the matruh, the thing which is given away, and you give away that which is better, meaning you give away al-man wa salwa and fresh water for that which is inferior. So he said to them, ihbitu, then descend down. This word, ihbitu, from hubut, to descend down. Ihbitu, misra, go to the town. Now, some of the commentators attempted to say that Misriya is in actual reference to Egypt, but the word Misr refers to town. If you remember in the previous stars, I mentioned the difference and distinction between Al-Qariya and Al-Madina. Al-Qariya, sometimes in Al-Quran Al-Karim, the word Al-Qariya refers to a town or a city, and sometimes the town and city is referred to as Al-Madina. The distinction being that when, uh, what is a qarya, a qarya is ma fihi muqawwimatul aish. That area in which anything by which people live is found. So they found muqawwimatul aish. You will find food, you will find water, you will find living places, residences, all these various things. When the town is discussed in this context, the Quran will refer to the, uh, to the Medina as qarya. But when it, it, it is not referred to in this context, it is referred to as Al-Madina. Like, A man came from the depths of the city, Yas'a running. But here, Al-Madina is meaning the city, is not mentioned in context of being a Qariya. Here it's mentioned as a Misr. Why is it mentioned as Misriya? Meaning it could have been Al-Madina go to Ihbitu Madinatan, go to a town, or it, it could have been Ihbitu Qaryatan. Here it's mentioned as Misr, because this is from Masartu Shay, which is in the meaning of Qata'tu Shay, I cut off something. Why is a city referred to as Misr? Because when you have something which is known as Al Fada, which is the open space, you cut off the city from the open space by building something. When you build something, you cut off the city from the open space. So from Masartu, I cut off, meaning I cut off this town from the open space. So in our context, from the countryside. So therefore the city is referred to as Misr. Now because they were roaming in the wilderness, the Quran tells them, going to the towns, the built-up areas. And what will happen? That you will find what you ask for. So go to the built-up areas in the towns and you will find what you ask for. Adhilla is disgrace and al-maskana, I mentioned last week also, al-miskin is referred to as al-miskin. Because the word sukun is to be spilled. When the miskin has nothing, he has no clothes, he has no food, he cannot move. So therefore he is referred to as al-miskin. And here al-maskana, duribat, they are struck with what? They are struck with a villa, disgrace, and al-maskana. As like a coin is struck, because once a coin is struck, a coin is minted with the picture of the monarch, what happens? The, the picture never dissipates, never disappears. 
So similarly, they were struck with this state, meaning they were struck with which state? Adillah, disgrace, and al-maskana, which is what? Being in a state of poverty, roaming in the desert. They returned back with anger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as I mentioned, al-dahak, which is laughing when ascribed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it refers to what? It refers to the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as al-imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala mentions. Ghadab here is in reference to the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the effect of which is adab, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَبَاهُ بِغَضَبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا That is in ذَلِكَ The that goes back to what was just mentioned. The ka' So ذَلِكَ The ka' means that which was just mentioned. بِأَنَّهُمْ Meaning what was mentioned that they returned back with the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them. بِأَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا That they would what? Meaning their state was such. يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ they would disbelieve in the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yakfurun, meaning a verb as opposed to a noun, actively cover the verses. You have ayat tadwiniya, ayat which are written down. You have ayat taqwiniya, the ayat that we observe in the universe. They would actively cover these ayat. Bi ayatillah. So what ayat taqwiniyah or kawniyah did they observe? They observed Sayyidina Musa salam placing his staff in the ocean or the sea and the sea splitting in two. This is ayat kawniyah. They observed that Sayyidina Musa salam when he struck the stone from four, the four sides of the stone, three springs gushed forth from each side. This is ayat but they also observed <coughs> Sayyidina Musa salam descend down from Jabal Tur and when he descended down with Jabal Tur he had a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet they actively covered these signs يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَيَقْتُلُونَ النَّبِيِّينَ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ that they also killed prophets so throughout the history of Bani Israel there were numerous prophets that Bani Israel murdered. Like Sayyiduna Yahya salam. Sayyiduna Yahya salam was murdered, meaning Bani Israel had a hand in the murder of Sayyiduna Yahya salam. They attempted to murder Sayyiduna Isa salam, but Sayyiduna Isa salam was raised. So they had a history of murdering the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam. وَيَقْتُلُونَ النَّبِيِّ Meaning that the Sharia only permits people to murder, meaning to kill, in the case of jihad, in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or qisas, which is retributional punishment. The hadith mentions that the punishment is prohibited, meaning a person is not, uh, the hakim is not permitted to kill any individual except in three cases. A thayyib zani, an adulterer, a thayyib zani, and a, a, a person who has murdered, and the third one, al-mufariq lil-jama'ah, the one who renegates from the religion, meaning the hakim has the right to kill an adult male 
who uh, who becomes a murtad, who renegades from the religion of al Islam. So, بغير الحق without any right. ذلك من all of this بما عصوا وكانوا يعتدون. All of this was a result of what بما عصوا. Isyan is disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? It means that when a person dis is disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the result of that is that they increase in disobedience. Because if you have some good deeds, a small amount of good deeds, which you deem a small amount, eventually those good deeds will lead to what? Excessive good deeds. If someone has some small bad deeds, eventually those small, what they deem as being small, in reality no sin is small. Because the likeness of a person who deems his sins as small is like a man who has twigs. Eventually you will gather enough twigs to make a fire. And then bake bread on the fire. This is the similitude of what? Of small sin. Eventually small sins lead to major sins. So, when Bani Israel started to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they eventually carried out major sins, including Qatlul Anbiya, the murder of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. So, which is from, uh, which is not only a sin, it is also kabira, uh, but kufr, disbelief also, to kill the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, but this started from what? Disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The lesson drawn from this, is that a Muslim, a mu'min, should never deem any of the sins that he does as a minor sin. Because some of the fuqaha, they attempted to make a distinction between uh, kaba'ir and sagha'ir, the major sins and the minor sins. But some of the Sufis, they say what? That there is no major sin and minor sin, all sins are major. That any disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is major. So as a mu'min, as a believer, we should attempt to avoid all types of sins. Bima asaw. By what they disobeyed. Asaw. Wa kanu ya'tadun. I'tidaq. can come in the meaning of enmity, but it can also come in the meaning of passing bounds. So they passed the bounds that was set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bima asaw. وَكَانُوا يَعْتَدُونَ By what? By disobeying. وَكَانُوا يَعْتَدُونَ And they continuously disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا So the rabd between the verses. There is a rabd, a connection between every verse. The, the following verse has a connection to the Yahud, the Munafiqeen, the Ahlul Kitab, in general, and Nasara, and a group of people known as today to believe in Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna ladina aman, those who outwardly believe. Those who outwardly believe. Inna ladina aman. Because previously the munafiqeen were mentioned. They ostensibly became Muslims. Outwardly they became Muslims. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Indeed those who have believed. وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا And those who what? هَادُوا This word هَادُوا is in reference to Jews. Now Judaism 
as an ideology developed after Sayyiduna Musa salam. After the time of Sayyiduna Musa salam, the ideology of Judaism developed when the tribe of Judah separated itself from the rest of Bani Israel. So the tribe of, uh, the tribe of Harun salam and the tribe of Judah, these two tribes, they separated themselves from the rest of the tribes of Bani Israel. When they did this, they formed their own religion which became known as Yahudiyah. And this is where the word Judaism comes from. So Judaism technically is not the teachings of Musa salam, because the teachings of submission to Allah, a non-racial religion. But the tribe of Judah established a racial religion based upon the tribe of Judah. So even the so-called state of Israel should not be named Israel because the religion is based upon the tribe of Judah. So Judaism is based upon uh, specifically the tribe of Judah. So they refer to themselves as Yahud. So the Quran says, And those who, what, hadu, who adopted what? Judaism. So even the current Ashkenazi Jews that we have, they adopted Judaism. Racially, they are not Bani Israel. So, indeed, those who have what? Ostensibly believe. And those who are Jewish. And the Christians. Al-Nasara, they are referred to as Al-Nasara because Sayyidina Isa salam was a Nazarene. And or he taught in Nazareth. And because of this, the followers of Sayyidina Isa were referred to as Al-Nasara. So, Wal-Nasara. Wal-Ladina Hadu. Those who are Jewish. Wal-Nasara. Wal-Sabi'een. Al-Sabi'een, I mentioned here, these were people, a group of people who turned away from Judaism and Christianity. So, they were referred to as Al-Sabi'een, Sabians, because they moved away from the word Sabah is to turn away. The one who turns away from anything is referred to as Asabi, so they were referred to as Asabi'in. So these groups of people are mentioned. What about them? Man amana billahi. So who renews his faith from amongst them? Man amana billahi. Who believes in Allah most high. Wal yawmil akhir. And the last day, meaning the day of judgment, is an integral part of faith. وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ and وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا and does a good action وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ they should have their reward with their Lord وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ there should be no fear upon them and they shall not be grieved fear of something خوف is when something is impending when something will happen Someone enters a state of fear. Once the tribulation has occurred, they enter into a state of huzn, sadness. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us those who have believed and those who do good action. So a person should never undermine good action, amal salih. That they shall never have these two states. One is the state of fear and the other state is the state of huzn, sadness. They have Hope of Raja Billah. Hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and afterwards they are in a state of of what sa'ada sa'ada is happiness the opposite some people attempt to utilize this verse disregarding all the other verses of the Quran in order to say that the Jews the Christians the Sabians will all attain salvation this is one of the main verses that they utilize but they take the entire verse out of context because the verse is in context of condemnation of Bani Israel when Bani Israel did not acknowledge or adopt Iman in the Messenger of Allah So the meaning of the verse is what? Indeed those who have adopted faith outwardly and then those who are Jewish and those who are Christian and those who are Sabians all of these Man amana billahi whoever renews their faith with Allah meaning with this revelation with the revelation of Al-Quran Al-Kareem and the day of the last day and they do good actions then they shall have their reward this is the correct meaning of the verse but when in dialogue or discussion with people who adopt perennial philosophy they tend to quote this verse of Al-Quran Al-Kareem in order to validate their philosophy but the validation is wrong because the context of the verse is not in praise of these groups the verse mentions man amana billahi wal yawmil akhiri whoever renews his faith in Allah and in the last day and it's in context of condemnation of Bani Israel then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to Bani Israel certain events which occurred in their history وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ And when we took... So this verse is placed in between the verses which are condemning Bani Israel. Afterwards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ When we took our covenant, mithaq, you have ahad and you have mithaq. A covenant is a, an agreement. The first ahad with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was in alumul arwah, in the world of souls. Alastu bi rabbikum, am I not your Lord? The souls responded by The mithaq is when the covenant is tied. The covenant is tied. How is the covenant tied? The covenant was tied with the revelation. So when the revelation of a Torah, when the revelation was sent down upon Sayyiduna Musa salam, this became known as Mithaq. The word Wafq is to tie something. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ And when we took our covenant, مِثَاقَكُمْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ In your covenant, a covenant with you, meaning with Bani Israel. وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُورِ and we raised above you a tour. This was the event which I mentioned last week, alluded to last week, that what happened when Sayyidina Musa salam descended down from the mountain after being, after the exodus from Egypt to the Sinai Peninsula. Sayyidina Musa salam goes up for 40 days to Mount Sinai initially for 30 days but then the days are increased by 10 the days are now 40 Bani Israel rebelled 
they make what? An age, a golden calf. They worship the calf. This event was covered in the previous Durus lessons. Then Sayyidina Musa salam returns. Bani Israel are punished for worshipping a calf. But also a group of people were punished who ascended the mountain with Sayyidina Musa salam and they found the commands and prohibitions difficult. The commands and the prohibitions of the Torah are difficult. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala killed them. When they died, Musa salam supplicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who then revived them, gave them life again. When Musa salam descends down from Jabal al he finds a Samiri who misguided Bani Israel. That event is mentioned in Surah Taha. Then the people who worship the Kaaf are punished. But then the remaining people, when they are presented with the Torah, they refuse to act upon what is in the Torah. In fact, many of them take the position later in Ben Israel that we have a choice. Those things which Allah has commanded us to do, we have a choice. And those things which He has prohibited, we have a choice. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them in that context, And when we took this covenant from you, and we raised, we raised what? Remember the plural, as I mentioned many times, is in reference to the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the multiple attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we raised above you, meaning above your heads, a tur. Khudu, take hold. From akhada, yakhudu, khudu, take hold. Ma ataynakum, what we have given you, meaning this revelation of what we have given you, take hold of this. Biquwatin, with strength. Meaning, biquwatin means what? With strength. The strength of following what is contained in the book. And this is a message for the Muslims also. That what we have given you, meaning the Quran, hold on to it with strength. And remember what is inside of it, meaning they were commanded to recite the Torah, but not only recite, act upon whatever is found in the Torah. Like the Muslims today are commanded to recite Al-Quran Al-Kareem, but also act upon what is found in Al-Quran Al-Kareem. In order that you attain taqwa. What is taqwa? The state of what? Being wary of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. Whoever straightens his inward, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala straightens his outward. Whoever corrects his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala corrects for him what is between him and the creation. Meaning this is what a taqwa entails. That a person corrects his inward, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will correct his outward. A person makes his connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will what? Make a connection between him and the makhluk. But if someone is corrupt inwardly, then they would be corrupt outwardly. And if they cover the outward, 
eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expose them toward the end of their life. As is mentioned in the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anh, that indeed one of you does the actions of the people of paradise. Until between him and Jannah there is only an arm's length. Then the kitab meaning the divine will overwhelms it, meaning the outward is brought the inward is brought out. And in one version of the hadith, ostensibly he does the actions of the people of paradise because he has inward corruptness. So a person should be wary of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inwardly and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will correct his outward actions. A person should correct his mu'amala with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will correct A person should obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in private and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will rectify for him what he has in public. They mention that Al-Imam Al-Hassan Al-Basri and a group of people went to see Al-Habib Al-Ajam. And when he led the prayer, his recitation did not satisfy them. So the etiqad they had regarding his piety, the etiqad, the belief in his piety went down. At night time, all those who visited him they had nocturnal emission. Ghusl became fard upon them. So at night time they went to do ghusl. And there was only one pool of water, a huge swimming pool. Cold water. So they left their clothes on the, the side of the, the pool. And they swam to perform their ghusl. But then when they intended to come out of the pool, what happened? There was a lion sitting or a wild cat sitting on top of their clothes. So Al-Habib Al-Ajami came and he pulled the ear of the lion and he commanded the lion to leave. And then he said to them that you straightened your outward but the makhluk does not fear you. I straightened my inward and the makhluk fears me. And there is another story that occurred also to one of the uh, the companions of Al-Imam Shafi'i Rahimallahu Ta'ala Al-Imam Al-Muzani when he went to Egypt and he met one of the awliyaullahi salihin and a similar type of incident occurred when the incident occurred he said Man Allah kullu whoever fears Allah everything fears him so meaning the adopting of taqwa is what? Being aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. How does that happen? By constant dhikrullah, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best form of dhikrullah is Al-Quran Al-Kareem. So when the person is in private, he recites the Quran, it's the best form of dhikrullah. But he will always be in remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands them, مَا أَتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ خُذُوا مَا أَتَيْنَاكُمْ Take hold of what we have given you بِقُوَّةٍ with strength وَاذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ and remember what is inside of it meaning always remain in a state of what? ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ 
لعلكم تتقون لعل sometimes in the Quran it comes for certainty even though the word is for raja hope لعلكم تتقون in order that you certainly attain the state of what taqwa weariness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what does that tell us that if you grasp onto the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you recite it in abundance you will indeed reach a state of what taqwa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thumma tawallaytum and then you turned away thumma meaning after this you turned away tawallaytum meaning after you were commanded to grasp onto the book of Allah the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to remember what is inside of it you turned away thumma tawallaytum min ba'di dhalika after that falawla fadlullahi alaykum and if it were not falawla if it were not like we say lawla aliyun lahalaka umar the famous incident when Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an gave the correct judgment and Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu an said Lawla Aliyun lahalaka Umar if it were not for Ali Umar would have perished Lawla Falawla Fadlullahi if it were not for the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa rahmatuhu and his mercy lakuntum min al-khasirin you will be from those al-khasirin what is al-khasirin? Al-Khasirin is in the meaning of Al-Halikin. You would perish. That if it were not for the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fadlullah wa rahmatuhu, which encompasses us at all times. If it were not for the fadlullah, the favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and his rahmah, we would have perished. If, it, if we were left to our own devices, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds Ben Israel, but it is also a reminder for the Muslims who recite the Quran and listen to Al-Quran Al-Kareem. وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اَعْتَدَوْ مِنْكُمْ فِي السَّبْتِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them of a group, a particular group from within Ben Israel. This is not in reference to all of Ben Israel. It was with regard to a particular group. Some of the commentators say this event occurred in the time of Sayyiduna Dawood that on the banks of the Arabian Peninsula there was a group of people who, in, who violated the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath? attempt to carry out. But what does it mean resting on the Sabbath? Because creation came to an end. Because creation came to an end on the Saturday, they were commanded to rest, not to carry out tijarat or trading of any sort. This is mansukh in, in the Sharia of the Prophet ﷺ with Salatul Jum'ah. So, sab, Sabbath, was mansukh abrogated with Salatul Jum'ah. So we are commanded to pray Salatul Jum'ah and then after Salatul Jum'ah uh, 
and we are told them what to abandon transactions during the Salatul Jum'ah. But after Jum'ah prayer finishes, we are commanded what to go out and trade. So takhfif, this takhfif for the Ummah of the Prophet what is takhfif? That things are made light for us, things are made easy, that we just need to pray a prayer, but after that we can trade. Bani Israel on the other hand were barred for an entire day from Maghrib to Maghrib. So on Friday, Maghrib, which is midnight, is the beginning of the next day, to the Maghrib of the next day. They, and Sabt is to cut off something, Sabt. Sleep is referred to, وَجَعَلْنَا نَوْمَكُمْ subata In the Quran, we have made what? You sleep what? subata from the same root. Why subata is this? La haraka fi. There's no haraka, there's no movement when you sleep. Because there's no movement, it's re the day of Sabt is referred to as the resting day because there's no haraka, there's no movement in that day. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them of a group in that time. You know of, meaning you people in, in Al Madinatul Munawra at that time, Bani Israel, you know of the people Al Ladina. You, but they violated. I'tadaw meaning to pass the bounds. This is why adub and adub is an enemy. Why is an adub referred to as adub? Because as an enemy, he passes passes the boundaries. I'tadaw they violated the boundaries set up by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Fi sabti on the on the sabt. What did they do? And this story will be mentioned again once more in the Quran. When they were commanded not to hunt or fish, the people of the town, they were fishers by trade. So every Saturday, the fish would gather on the banks of the sea. And they realized, they observed that the fish gather in huge numbers on the banks of the sea. We need to attain the fish somehow. So what they did is they dug canals. The canals were designed in such a way that when Saturday would enter, the water would enter the canals, but the fish were unable to swim back into the sea. So the fish would be trapped in the canals. When the day of Sunday would arrive, they would go and take the fish. This is a hila. Hila is what? Making something which is haram halal by a trick. What type of hila is this? This hila is hila by doing something haram to make something haram valid. That is impermissible. Doing something haram to make something haram valid. The hila of the Hanafis, in the Hanafi school they have hila also. The hila of the Hanafis is the hila that was given to Sayyidina Ayyub when he made a note that he will strike his wife so many times but then the angel commanded him to do what? to hold a few number of twigs and then to strike, to tap her once so he did not strike his wife, he tapped her and that, that is hila of doing something halal to validate something which was impermissible they
in there he gives wrong comparisons of the Hanafi school comparing them to this group of Yahud but in reality the Yahud their healer was what doing haram to validate haram so what happened the people of the town they warned them there were three groups within the town one group that desisted from the action but did not warn them they were punished also like the ulama of Bani Israel, when they would sit with the sinners, they would not command them, they would in fact partake in the sin, they would not command them to desist from the sin. A second group that carried out this action. A third group that desisted from the action, but also command, uh, reprimanded them from doing the action. They were not punished. So one of the days, Remember, some commentators say they did this for over 40 years, they were not punished. They were not punished. So sometimes people do haram, they are not punished. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not They think that they are not being punished on earth, therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَهِّلِ الْكَافِرِينَ which is referring to what? Giving the disbelievers, the unbelievers, a time of respite where they are not punished. So you may have the likes of George W. Bush Sr. living up well into his 90s. Or Henry Kissinger living into old age. These people live for long despite their war crimes. With regard to Fir'aun, they said he never felt a headache for over 70 years. Fir'aun. So these people, they carried out this action. Some commentators say they were not punished for over 40 years. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala morphed them. They were, they were transmuted. They were deformed into what? Apes and swines. This occurs very rarely in Muslim history, it has occurred, but very rarely on very rare occasions. Why, why does it occur rarely? It occurs rarely as a warning for the rest. So Al-Imam Al-Nawwi in his book Bustan Al-Arifin, which is essential reading for everyone. In that book, he mentions in Damascus, one of the young men, he would go out to study with the ulama, and when he returned back to, to the area Harasta, one of the village areas of Damascus, his father was an ignorant man. The young man had a miswak. He said, what are you doing with this miswak? He said, the ulama have told me that this miswak is sunnah to use a miswak. The father took the miswak and out of disrespect placed it in his back region. His back region was infected and he gave birth to a dog-like creature from the back area and died. Meaning a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Imam al-Nawwi also mentions the example of a man who made a mockery of the hadith. There's a hadith that the talib al-ilm, when he goes out to search for knowledge, the angels place their wings under his feet. So a man made a mockery. 
he wore shoes with nails protruding from the, the, the soles of the shoes. And he said, I will damage the wings of the angels to make a mockery. But his feet ended up with gangrene and they ended up amputating his feet. Or another man, he read the hadith. The hadith states, whenever one of you wakes up, then let him wash his hands prior to placing them in a container of water. Why? In those days, people would wear waist wraps, izar, what we refer to as tembad, or a toti, or a lungi, the, the izar, the waist wrap. When they would fall asleep, sometimes their hands would go onto their private areas. So the Messenger of Allah said, when you wake up, wash your hands, because you do not know where your hands he does not know where his hand has been. Now this is the eloquence of the Prophet ﷺ referring to the hands can go into the areas which are impure. The man made a mockery of this. He said, yes, I know where my hands have been. They've been under the duvet. So they say the next morning when he woke up, his entire forearm was up his backside as a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this occurs only rarely, why? As a warning for later Even if you are not punished on earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely punish you in the hereafter. But many of them are punished on earth through other means. Don't forget uh, uh, mental depression or physical illness. All of these things are punishments from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اعْتَدَوْ مِنْكُمْ You know, meaning Bani Israel, you know of those who violated from amongst you the Sabbath, the Sabbath. فَقُلْنَا لَهُمْ And we said to them, كُونُوا قِرَدَةً خَاسِئِينَ كُونُوا meaning command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills for something, he says to it what? Kun fayakun. Be and it is, meaning the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will come, means this is for taqweed, creation. That they became what? Qiradatan. Khasi'in. Khasi'in despised. They say when they transmuted, they only lasted for a short while and then they passed away. They passed away. They did not live. But it was a transmutation that occurred within Bani Israel as a warning that do not violate or do not mock the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you remember when they were commanded to enter the door, they were commanded to bow and they were commanded to say hitta. But they violated the law and they changed what was commanded, commanded to say. They made a mockery of this and they, they would enter the town backwards. Even then they were not transmuted. Or trans uh, 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 they uh, did not morph into other creatures, even then. But this particular group, this occurred amongst them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَجَعَلْنَا نَكَالًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهَا وَمَا خَلْفَهَا وَمَوْعِذَةً لِلْمُتَّقِينَ we made this event, meaning when they were transmuted, 
we made this event what is nakal? if you know of the word ankal ankal is what fetters what do fetters do they stop you from freedom of movement so we made this event when they were transformed as a nakal that future generations they will know of this event but it will stop them from violating the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or mocking the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we made this event nakalan lima bayna yadayha. Nakal as, a, as something which prevents the people in that time. Lima bayna yadayha. Bayna yaday means in front, between the two hands, literally. Between the two hands. But here it means the time, the people of the time. This became a preventive something that stopped people in that time from carrying out something similar. Nakala. Nakala lil akhirati wal ula. Something that will stop the first and the last. Meaning sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes an ibra, a lesson for all people that they may observe something that it becomes a lesson but only for ulul albab. Those who possess intellect. Some people will observe but they won't take a lesson. There will be others who observe the same thing, they will not take a lesson from it. لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهَا وَمَا خَلْفَهَا And that which is after it, meaning those generations of people who come after. وَمَوْعِذَةً لِلْمُتَّقِينَ And also مَوْعِذَةً What is مَوْعِذَةً? Admonition. وَعَذْ is admonition. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam admonish people, give them مَوْعِذَةً by reminding them of the days of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by giving them wisdom, لِلْمُتَّقِينَ For those people who are what? المُتَّقِينَ Those people who adopt taqwa. So note here, that previously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That take what we have given you with strength, and remember whatever is in it, meaning the Torah for them, but for us, Al-Quran Al-Kareem, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ In order that you may attain what? Taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to these events as مَوْعِذَةً لِلْمُتَّقِينَ An admonition for a group of people who are referred to as Al-Muttaqeen. Those who adopt what? A remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning, who straighten themselves because straightening things is what is making it in a, making yourself in accordance with the sharia of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they say a child is never straightened except in the kutab al kutab is in madrasa learning the quran and studying a criminal is never straightened except in jail a man who is kuhul, meaning reaches 40, is never straightened except in the masjid. And a woman is never straightened except at home. <coughs> so, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى And when Musa salam said, لِقَوْمِهِ To his people. Now we enter the story of what? Of Sayyidina Musa salam and the Al-Baqarah. Because the entire chapter is referred to as what? As Surah Al-Baqarah. What is Al-Baqarah? Al-Baqarah is a cow. Why is a cow referred to as Al-Baqarah? Because 
they would utilize the cow to dig up the earth, to plow the earth. And the word Baqarah is from Baqarah. Baqarah is to take out something, take out the contents. This is why Imam Al-Baqir radiallahu an, is referred to as Al-Baqir. Why is he referred to as Al-Baqir? Because he would do, he would extract knowledge. So he was referred to as Al-Baqir, the one who would extract knowledge. So Al-Baqarah is in reference to a cow because the cow would what? Plow the earth. So this story, like the previous story where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that these stories become admonition for those who have a taqwa. Taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This story also is a story for mawida, for an admonition for the believers. Insha'Allah, we will continue from this story in Al-Quran Al-Kareem next week. Insha'Allah. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma wa ahluh. سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين